Sam Beckett knelt down, hands gently clasped together, and concentrated hard on each breath he took. What was this form of relaxation called? From out of the depths of his consciousness came the words Tai Chi. It was a method that had been taught to him by a Chinese master who had trained him in the art of self-defence. He must only have been in his early twenties when he'd started those martial arts classes. As far as he knew, he'd eventually become a sensei, a master in the arts of sabat, mutai, karate and jiu-jitsu. It had stood him in good stead in previous leaps. However, right now he needed to keep calm and level-headed and pray the Lord God Almighty he knew what he was doing. I'm sorry, Sam whispered. I shouldn't have let those thoughts come into my head just now. I beg your pardon. There was no answer, but then he hadn't really expected a reply. Once again he looked around, only to see an intense light. At least it didn't hurt his eyes like those strobes had done in the hospital. But time was passing far too slowly, and he decided if something didn't happen soon, he'd go nuts. Oh, where are you? He muttered under his breath. No sooner had he spoken when he thought he could see shadows moving, beginning to form and emerge from the light all around him. Oh boy, now I'm hallucinating due to the loneliness. Wait a moment. They were coming closer, and they were no longer abstract shapes, but figures, groups of people. I'm not alone, Sam said, rather relieved. He stood up and beckoned them toward him. Hello, he greeted, uncertain as to how he should address these formations. That received no response, so he tried a friendly wave. Unfortunately, this seemed to have no desired effect either. He noticed these strangers were completely transparent, as he could see straight through them. Each one had a pale, gaunt look as they passed by him, totally ignoring the quantum physicist. Amidamne. Sam understood what those French words meant. Lost soul. They must be lost souls, he told himself, feeling a wave of pity for the spirits, who for some reason had no heaven or even a hell to go to. If only I could free them, help them as I do the people I meet during my leaps. But how? How could he assist tormented souls trapped in a state of non-existence, while at the same time being aware of life? Perhaps he thought they performed an injustice while spending their time on earth and this was their punishment for all the wrongdoing they'd caused. Or maybe they hadn't believed in an afterlife. If you didn't think a heaven or hell existed, then how would you find it when you'd passed on? Sam Beckett had no definite answers to all these questions, but all the same felt sorry these poor souls had to be in this state. He watched them as they disappeared back into the light, then tried to return to his meditation. <laughs> Almost as soon as he'd closed his eyes, he heard a very faint sound which made him open them. He focused on a small figure curled up on the floor. It was a young girl, and he could tell she was upset. Full of concern, he walked over and knelt down beside her. He noticed she wasn't transparent like the others. She looked more like a person of flesh and blood, like himself, so would he be able to comfort her? Gently, he placed a hand on the girl's shoulder and discovered that he could touch her. Hey, he said softly, it's okay. A sarcastic thought entered his mind. Oh, sure, it was just wonderful to be in a place like this. The girl remained where she was, softly weeping into her hands. Even though he couldn't see her face, he could tell she was a sweet child. She had long auburn hair which fell about her shoulders in large ringlets and wore a pale blue cotton dress with a pink sash around her waist. On her feet were white ankle socks and blue patent leather shoes. He guessed she must be only six or seven years old, 
Poor kid. How had she ended up here? Sam tried again. I'm not going to hurt you, sweetheart, he said, trying to offer reassurance. There was still no response, so Sam gathered her into a warm embrace and rocked her gently. Please don't cry, he whispered, feeling a wave of emotion creeping up on him. The tears began to glisten in his eyes and he held her a little tighter. In answer, the girl put her arms around him and cried into his shoulder. I'll help you. I swear I'll help you, honey, he promised her. After a while, she looked up and a large smile spread across her face. Daddy, she cried. Oh, Daddy! Sam looked puzzled. What had she called him? Daddy? Then it dawned on him. He'd leaped into the girl's father, or rather the spirit of the girl's father. He was lying in hospital in a coma, severely ill. This leap was getting more and more complicated by the minute. Where on earth was Al with all the relevant information he needed?